Polyhedron is a production of Headcanon Games, LLC. Please bookmark Headcanon Games for the latest in Polyhedron news. Polyhedron is sponsored by listeners like yourself. If you'd like to become a patron of Polyhedron, please go to patreon.com polyhedron. Now, on with your show. Welcome to Polyhedron, your multifaceted podcast for everything RPG related. I am your host, Matthew, and as always, I have my two co-hosts here, Ryan, I want to die, and Scott. I'm very tired. We all are very tired. Uh, Again, we apologize for the inconvenience on Thursday, everyone. It is actually Sunday. Yes, I'm dating the podcast, because we were all stuck with Concred, and it sucked, and we really wanted to get an episode out, but we just did not have it in us. Dragon Con kicked our ass, guys. It was was a party. It was a full party wipe. I mean, Concred knows no bounds. Uh, I've caught that shit. Very often, regardless of my, my youth or age. I don't get sick very much, but I got sick. <laughs> I mean, I got just wiped out. I was out of work for two days just because, oh man. I mean, it, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just, sickness aside, it's very tiring. It's it, incredibly tiring. It's more walking than us fat nerds are used to. Oh, <laughs> yes. More walking, more uh, more uh, sustained blood alcohol content levels uh-huh. uh, than than perhaps we are, and just just a ton more people than I'm used yeah. to seeing. Seventy seven k. That's the number this year. Seventy seven k. And honestly, getting around wasn't it much worse. They've gotten they've really gotten moving. Yeah, moving and, people around down mm-hmm. to a science. At even, this point. even though our lives were were flipped turned upside down uh, by uh, having the uh, our center of being moved from the uh, the Hilton to the Westin. Uh, which any uh, Dragon Con attendee knows the score on that. Uh, if you aren't a Dragon Con attendee or you don't know Midtown downtown Atlanta, that's like a good three four blocks. Yeah, uh, uphill. Uphill. Yeah. Um, they moved everything around this route. Both ways in the snow. Uh, I guess I could say for all of us, we were really resident hesitant about the changes this year. But it and turned out okay. Yeah, it oh, actually no, really did. Great. The Emeritus Mart is actually really cool. It's got. So much space. Well, the difference this year being that they actually let the America's Mart be, like, open for more past 7 o'clock or something. I mean, it was 24 hours. Well, they used to put it on, like, super hyper weird security lockdown because, for some reason, people are afraid that their bare walls will get damaged. Nope. Or something. I don't know. But the game room in, in like, the second lowest floor of the America's Mart was open 24 hours. Hundreds of, like, tables, hundreds of, like, tabletop board games, card games, and stuff to rent out and play. All the LARP tables in one place, and also a full-blown rhythm game arcade, like yeah. right there. Yeah, I believe it was Tokyo Attack provided all that stuff. Tokyo yeah. Attack did provide it, and it was super awesome. But we will get into detail on all of that in a bit because I believe we have some a modicum of news to discuss. Yes, we have a modicum of news. Uh, biggest thing uh, was Deus Ex: Mankind Divided was released on the twenty-third. Uh, that's a super rad RPG. It's a sequel to Deus Ex: uh, Human, Human Revolution. Yeah. And uh, it's I don't have it yet because I've been working on a new computer and all this other stuff, but uh, I do plan on playing it. I have it. Um, my computer is not as young and fresh as it could be, uh, but so I had to, to perform some emergency surgery. Uh, or uh, get in its guts. Gotta get in its guts. Had to, to, to form a few choice upgrades. Oh no, your FPS while you're choke slamming dudes isn't optimal. I know. <laughs> well, no, this was more along the lines of I could not, in fact, run the game. Yeah, that, that, he had some uh, like, like you know dead ha- rights. Uh, that errors. happened to me with Bioshock Infinite when it mm-hmm. came out all that time ago. 
My computer was just like, no. Oh, <laughs> just giant deuce. My, my big terabyte hard drive that I had been using for years, uh, which was not a solid state drive, uh, started throwing up like disk write errors when I tried to install it. Mm. Uh, and that was a problem. So I had to fix that. And so now I have a terabyte solid state drive. My machine is much quieter and runs much faster. Yeah. Those things uh, but are anyway, beautiful. I have all right, money bags. I, I mean, I got treat yourself. Yeah, I got a gerb. I got a good deal on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, well, I, but I have played it not very much actually, just because you know Dragon Con and other LARP stuff and and all sorts of things have sort of robbed me of my free time to uh, to get this shit done. But I have played it. I've started the first level. It is very, very pretty. Yeah. Um, uh, I can't. My uh, as I said earlier, I just got my new computer and I've been working for the last 24 hours to make sure everything was up and running so I could record. You're welcome, by the way. Uh, And I can't wait to get... super welcome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) I can't wait to be able to play it online because I know it's going to be super pretty because that was a really... uh, Human Revolution was really cool because they had some extremely well-made level design and character interaction design. Like, Mm -hmm. you could socialize a lot of the... uh, Unfortunately, there was an issue with the bosses, but the original design was a lot of the encounters could be done through just talking with some of the big bats. I will say that one of my favorite videos of Human Revolution is watching a dude chokeslam his way through the entire game. (laughs) You can also do that. With absolutely no care for stealth, subtlety, (laughs) any of it. He literally just ran at dudes. Chokeslam. Chokeslammed them, killed them, and kept running. Like, he never stopped. It turns out... The AI just can't handle it if you just run at them and choke slam them. <laughs> it doesn't cannot compute. It doesn't compute so, that. So you're saying the main character's name is John Cena. Yeah. Oh god. That I'm, was I, our poor attempt at yeah, humor. I, I am a very it big is. fan of a well timed, uh, you know, you know, stealthily implemented uh, unexpected Cena. Uh, joke. It's but. true. There's, I've had a few wind-ups. Like, oh, yeah. it's, it's like, it's like a 13-panel Harambe joke or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that that was uh, the thing that showed up on the internet recently. Uh, a thing. It started going on about Pokemon for like 13 panels, and at the end they switched it up and put in Harambe. And I love long cons as far as that's concerned. I love it when they when a joke takes its time getting to where it's going and is very clever with its delivery. That had me rolling on the floor. Murphy finally got a, a, a Twitter account, and her second tweet ever was from Dra- for DragonCon 2016 saying that she didn't think that she'd see so many go- Deadpool Harambes. <laughs> like, just, just so many of them. I, wow. I, I, mean, I can't even think of one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a few. Deadpool, so, Deadpool Harley Quinn and Deadpool Harambe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, though God, there was so many Harley But anyway, Quins. so Deus Ex Mankind Divided, really good. Um, really good game. Uh, I like what I see so far. Um, I'm sure when we beat it, me and Scott will go rave oh yeah, and we'll, rant we'll, about we'll, it. We'll probably talk about it. Um, it's interesting. Yahtzee of uh, Zero Punctuation uh, reviewed it. Um, and like, I forget what he said about Mankind, about Human Revolution, but uh, he, he seemed to be... Not, not like, super glowing about it. So uh, well, his... any around of not saying a game is crap. Like, his, if he's neutral on a game, he loves it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah a, it's, a, it's a good Cause, game. Because, you know, his, his bread and butter is hating things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He gets paid very well to hate things. Indeed. Like, I think Portal is one of the only ones that he's ever, like, jizzed about. Yeah, just uh, a which, giant thumbs I mean, up for it. Like, Silent the, the, Hill 2. Yeah, the phrase Portal Perfect is, uh, is pretty accurate. Um... 
but anyway, so yeah, that's that's uh, as far as gaming in the news. Yep. Um, we have some things on the back end here at Polyedron for everyone, so exciting yeah. things to I come, mean, I promise. Uh, I mean, the Scion Kickstarter is about to go live yes, it sometime is. In the next week, and well, we'll talk about that in a bit, I yep. suppose, but I guess right now we should just jump into it. What did we do at Dragon Con? Both, uh, uh, I drank. I Yes, obviously. Uh, I, dr- I, I drank a good bit. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I still ab- remember most of Dragon Con, yeah, though. Yeah, I abused myself quite quite heavily. Um, yeah, not in that way, you pervs. I got more um, sleep than I usually Why not? Which is nice. Um, because I was in a hotel room with you, and that would have been weird. That would have been very odd. Yes, I would have. We would have had. We would have had a conversation. Anyway, um, so anyway, yeah. So uh, in terms of non-drinking ourselves into blind stupors, uh, we had our polyhedron meetup, and it um, went over pretty well, actually. I mean, it was. I mean, okay, let's be honest here, Matthew. Okay, nobody, no, 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 no one showed, showed up. up. No, no one specifically uh, showed up for it. But we did run into a dude. We did run into a dude, a li- an actual listener, uh, who uh, was not one of our immediate friends. Not one of our immediate friends, someone who we had never met before, but like just like saw our sign, asked what it was, and said like, "Oh yeah, I listen to your podcast. You guys are great." And that made us really, it's really all happy. Worth it. <laughs> uh, and he was uh, he was cosplaying as a uh, Mr. Ron Jeremy. So we can officially say that Polyhedron is a Ron Jeremy cosplayer approved podcast. <laughs> and this uh, episode will go out and a big thanks to Chip. I believe his name is. Yes. Uh, we did not get a last name, and that's fine. But thank you very much for listening, and thanks for everyone who listens to this podcast. Please go tell a friend. Get the word out. I want to spread the word. I want to grow this community. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, we're almost at 20 episodes. It's really make or break time. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we've been putting a lot of work into it, and, I, and I'm super happy with what we've produced, and I'm super happy with our audience, and I want to thank also Ryan and Scott both for being with me all the way on this you're, entire you're project. Very well as done. well as our various friends of show who've uh, made yep. appearances. Oh, wow, well, yeah. Uh, you know, we all know who everyone's favorites are. Yeah, they I mean, there are, there are favorites, too, so... Yeah, you know, whatever. But yeah. also, we uh, also at Dragon Con, what I got to do as well is uh, we actually got to beta test uh, Subnet. We got yeah. to play with people that were not our immediate friends that had no prior knowledge of the game, and we got to teach them the game, and it was super eye opening to me. Like oh, I got yeah. to learn a lot of neat things. I ran a game, and Scott ran a game. Yep, uh, I, I have to uh, point of pride. Uh, I uh, I got through more of the adventure than you did. Yes, yes, you did. Yeah, I, I wrote a, uh, I wrote a sort of a, a, a Cliff Notes version of an adventure that uh, that Matthew put some some numbers on top of, uh, and uh, we both ran it. Uh, we had it was a it was a multi scenario option adventure. Like the the PCs could take one option or the other in terms of like path through the story. And both both tables chose the uh, scavenger hunt option. Yeah, which actually I I was a little surprised. I mean, I was like s- slightly surprised, but I kind of figured they'd probably go that way. Yeah, I mean, it was more it was the more role play uh, intensive, which you know I assume people people who aren't like who don't there to role play for a specific system and get some combat done. I it doesn't surprise me that people were like, let's go with the more role play intensive opportunity instead yeah. of. 
rolling a bunch of dice in the system we're not figure we're we're not familiar with. Yeah, and try to um, be in a fight that we don't know how this is going to kind of turn yeah, out. I like mean, what you, what the strengths are. Generally, are. if you're going to Dragon Con to roll some dice and like you're you're in heavy grognard mode, it's a system you know and love. Yeah, I got uh, to got to meet the non-campaign uh role RPG director there. He's a really cool guy. I believe his name is Mark Lieberman. Um, I'm going to talk to him about coming back next year so we can run this adventure or our new adventure again, uh, get more feedback, get more, get the word out. Um, it was very interesting. There's actually a lot more people that go there specifically to role play in a non-campaign setting uh, a lot, like well, for I mean, most of their time there. Well, I mean, we, we saw a response to uh, LARPing that we usually uh, do not see at LARPing. That's something we can talk about. We had, um, and I say we because I just, you know, I'm a part of all of this in such a deep and integral way, not really. Uh, just just from my many years of con LARPing experience, we usually have about three or four maybe people who come by the table because the tables used to be in the go get your shit signed by a celebrity section and they were waiting to see Felicia Day and wanted to see what LARPing's all about. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we in actually, this case, go ahead. we were in the gaming section where people who wanted to game were and they and act- we got the th- you got the through traffic from the west end into the actual America's Mart. Mart because it was the easiest way to mm-hmm. get into the America's Mart so we got and they yeah, were all we were, yeah we they were all there for one. gaming like that like anyone everyone pretty much everyone who passed by our table were gamers interested in gaming they were an easy sell like we we got a last year we got a lot of new players in our fractured game uh, uh that that uh how many was that Scott do you remember last year I don't know but it was ridiculous uh it was like maybe close to 15 I think it was a very large amount but most of them weren't larpers they weren't gamers like Brian said they were people who were there to get an autograph um you know from Scott yeah, for me, absolutely. No, uh, no. But from Scott year, Baio, maybe. <laughs> um, this year, it was basically of players who showed up. We were one to one with the with the people who were there to try it, which for the player base was a little bit weird because it's just like, do I just pick one and just start talking to them? Like, like there was, well, like, I don't remember the previous year in twenty fifteen, but this year twenty sixteen was astronomical. Like. There was like twenty for the fracture game at least. Mm-hmm. There was like twenty new players, and I'm like, "What are you gonna do with all these Force people?" Doors actually had a very similar ratio. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. one yeah. to one. Yeah. yeah, just a huge amount of people just showed up out of nowhere, like to the point that next year I know both games are gonna have to really sit down and think about how we're gonna handle that yeah. kind of traffic. Well, space, another another great everything. thing. Another great thing about this year um, is that because the games were in the Westin uh, rather than in the Hilton. The amount of room that we had was silly. Um, we yeah. had um, we basically had an entire hotel floor to ourselves, which has uh, never like ever happened. So like eight, like seven ish, like full meeting room size rooms uh, for fractured at least because we we didn't share uh, this time slot with any other game. Uh, so we had access to all of them, and we we used maybe half of them. Yeah, but you um, weren't planning on that either. We were, you were planning on much smaller space. We were space. planning on a much smaller space. A we much actually, more cramped setup. Yeah, we were, I mean, like the thing that I did, which uh, I, I uh, it, it was going to require a lot of space. If we had like one or two of those rooms, I couldn't have done it. Uh, like having get, having had eyes on those rooms, I couldn't have done it because it just would have taken up way too much room. But I had a whole room to myself, so merp. 
It worked. Know, it worked we out got really to have well. Weird blood magic fun time. We did have weird voodoo blood magic fun time. And, and uh, uh, also, was... I'd like to take a second to specifically thank Matt Ballard and Wayne. I don't know Wayne's last name. Yeah, I don't know it off the top uh, of my head. But they are the people who made LARPing continue at DragonCon, mm-hmm. through their efforts of talking to the upper management, helping them understand the nature of what we do, the difficulties that come with it, the logistical difficulties, and most of all, just letting us have a space to do what we do. Yeah, and advocating for us, being yeah. uh, our our body men for this oh, yeah. crazy little hobby that we have. Because I, I, from the impression that I get, the higher-ups at DragonCon... Um, have a hard time understanding this thing we do uh and like they, they have a hard time seeing where it fits in with everything else and wayne and matt they go toe to toe and they make it work um like we deeply appreciate like that it, it, like 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 we said there were some fairly major changes um and earlier in the year uh those changes did not sound very good um but literally as the con approached every you know week or so we got a new announcement from them and the no, the news just kept getting better and better and better uh, until I was in the 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 storytellers meeting the the pre game the pre con storytellers meeting there and got the news dropped that like no you guys have an entire floor I'm like what mm-hmm. uh, that was that was amazing news and it really worked out really well so yeah thank you guys for like saving for saving us really for letting us continue to do this thing and sort of reach out to people that we wouldn't otherwise have the opportunity to reach out to. Because we know we're really uh, LARPing, buffer LARPing, all that's really small compared to the 77k people that showed up this year. But it's very intimate. It's very important for a small, small percentage of us. And so we I mean, can't help but say thank you. LARPing has been a part of Dragon Con for a very long time. I believe 16 years they've had a LARP, LARP division. Would not, um, yeah, and you know, pe- a lot of people go to Dragon Con. That's part of their LAR- their Dragon Con agenda. Is oh to hell, get it's some, mine. Get some, get some LARPs in. Uh, I mean, or try some new LARPs out. Like, like they're bit, they are LARPers. They are pol- salon LARPers. They're Balfour LARPers, and they want to see what's there and see and, what's out there. And all I know is that we gave about fifteen people just a very interesting time yes, at, yes, at, we, at Dragon Con. Yes, we did. It's like um, a haunted house experience. It kind of is. Well, that's that that being said, con games are weird, uh, particularly for both like salon larps can do that shit all day. Like yeah. that is their bread and butter. They know how to do that sort of thing. We're going to run a game for about 6 hours in this like small office meeting room. Okay, we can in do this. In a space that's like far better than anything we ever have access to. Cuz it's usually in a Chili's. It's usually in a Chili's or something like that or <laughs> or like a community center or yeah. something like that. But like having it in a hotel room, particularly this hotel room. Although I don't believe there were any pol- uh parlor larps or salon larps at Dragon No, Con there this year. weren't. Uh, there weren't any, but they man, they need to show back up. I think Ooh, I think they that need to show back now up. that it's a supported, mm-hmm. now that it's a, we know that it's going to be supported. I think that you know, Mind's Eye and the rest yeah, might have be, a better place be to perfect, go. It would be perfect for them. Um, but that being said, for Boffers, it's a weird experience because we like, can't hit people. You can't hit people. You can't you know throw spell packets at people. There's a lot of physical stuff that happens at a Boffer LARP that just can't happen so it's within our best interest and within the best interest of the storytellers to figure out a reason for why there's no why there's no violence and and some games have pulled that off better than others for example fracture did a very good job 
Like, yeah, it. there's there's <laughs> insane security robots that will just cut your head off if they think you're being hostile in any way. So and just, then when we get so this, ex- don't. And then as players, when we get this excuse, we're like, oh, that's the excuse why we don't have weapons. Let everyone just go along with it. <laughs> Look, it's the MacGuffin guys. Just, just go along. Yeah. Just make it happen. My character does, in fact, need a reason why he isn't carrying his six foot uh, penis replacement with him <laughs> all the time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's like, but why can't I kill everything? But yeah, no. That that is a good question. Why can't I kill everything? Um, I don't think we had many things that you wanted to kill. Uh, no, there was, you. and also a good another good thing to not do at a salon LARP that is usually a boffer LARP. Don't wag your dick at the, your players in a situation that would usually incite them to violence. Perhaps don't bring an enemy NPC around that they would usually, I don't know, just beat up. Uh, I mean, I don't know who would do that sort of thing. All right. Uh, But anyway, um, that's an interesting thing. So, yeah. But, I mean, that being said, for all of that, the fact that we have all this room and we have all this space now available to us has got the wheels in our head turning. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm super excited for next year. Like. Driz uh, Dragon Con was so good for tunnels. me. Tunnels and, and stuff like <laughs> Secret that. Secret tunnels. And, well, I mean, Secret okay, tunnels. the thing about the Hilton, uh, gaming in the Hilton, is it was more or less an available space for the rest of the convention. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 12th floor of the Westin is about as isolated from the rest of the con as you can get. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are we are work, thinking about options uh, about yeah, how, because to, how each... to make things a bit more physical, how to be, make a bit, things a bit more immersive. To you know, towing that line up to how we do. Yeah, because um, also just something to note, since the audience can't doesn't see what we're seeing and know what we know, is each of the rooms is on the back of the wall, basically towards the outside, is all connected by a door. Mm-hmm. So servants, uh, not servants, but like service people can <laughs> go. Ooh, in. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh so, yes. Uh, ring downstairs, Jeeves, for the, for, for so the that, afternoon so, tea. So that Boy. The, <laughs> so oh. that service individuals uh-huh. in the service industry can do what they do best without being obtrusive to the main doors of these right. meetings. And, and actually having doing space work is very important in LARPing. <laughs> yeah, and so, so I like the idea of the tunnels. I like the idea that you could... There's a lot more you could do with yeah, all that we, space. Our 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 our, hamster, our our head hamsters are spinning, and I'm super excited. Like this year at DragonCon, like I was saying earlier, I was very hesitant before going to DragonCon if I was going to go to the next year because just mm-hmm. of life and everything. And but this year really reinvigorated me and my interest in DragonCon. I love the new way. I love the video games. I love food is everywhere. Oh yeah, like there were food I, trucks. Yeah, there's food trucks. Oh, there food are trucks. little cafes everywhere inside the Ameris Mart and a lot of other you places. You get a turkey leg in the Westin and then go walk back to the gaming room with a turkey leg. That's, yeah, that's a thing you can do. It was nice. Well, yeah, em- em- I think those are actually emu. Whatever. I mean, emu, they're really it was good. delicious. I love them. Like. Don't ever watch me eat one. No, no, it's it's bad. It's bad news. <laughs> Very tendony. <laughs> yeah, they 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 got some some things in there. But anyway, uh, so yeah, I mean, LARPs went off really well, um, and we hope to see more next year. Yes, uh, not please. Only, not only our own, uh, the ones that we 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 uh, we participate in, but you know the ones that that are uh, new people need to come out because yeah. DragonCon is a convention made by fans for fans. That's what it's always. It's not PAX. It's not Gen Con. It's something we I brought up in my other podcast, uh, Taco Salad, uh, where we talked about the idea of industry cons versus fan cons. And Dragon Con is still, it's a huge con, and it's still fan-driven. Like, only a few people draw a check from Dragon Con proper. Mm-hmm. Everything else is volunteer. Everyone else is like, we're going to go down and have Nerd Mardi Gras 
for four days. That is very accurate. I mean, it is basically Nerd New Year. Yep. Yeah. I mean, like, I, the I, New Year just started, guys. Yeah, I just I call it the High Holy Days. Uh, nerd Christmas. Nerd Christmas. I mean, it, it is like if you're in the southeast, uh, you should give it a try. Like, you really should. It is worth the travel. It is worth the time. It's almost a no-brainer for us because we're Atlanta natives. Uh, a four-day pass is currently is eighty dollars for the next seven days. days. September, yes. sept- September nineteenth. We the podcast will probably come out before. Yeah, that'll, yeah, gonna, yeah. Out, this yeah. one specifically is going to come out tonight. Well, okay. we already have my. I already have my pass for next year. Purchase. Yeah, as do I. Um, I might be staying down there next year though because the schlep. The schlep. Uh, if anyone is thinking about coming down to DragonCon, as a little bit of advice. Um, if you can get a hotel room close or at the actual con, do it. The nightlife is where Dragon Con lives. Also, I will say that there's a lot of because we're a Lyft city and an Uber city, every everywhere like every hotel anywhere near Dragon Con is a five dollar Lyft ride and Lyft is literally always on. Like Wow, it's only five bucks? Yeah, man. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, Lyft cost about I went from I, I went a good ways and it only cost me like seven and a half dollars. But my friends who were staying at the Red Roof Inn uh, near College Park and all that, like a little ways down, yeah. that was with coupons because Lyft is always trying to give coupons and stuff. It was like a five dollar Lyft ride between the the con and their hotel. That's, That's good, not bad. That's much better than it used to be if you wanted like a taxi. Well, well taxis or are like that. taxis are dead. Yep, ride sharing. Yay. Uh, um, we anyway, yeah, yeah. So um. In addition to LARPing, uh, there was uh, all sorts of other kinds of gaming. Uh, video gaming, for one. There were uh, Tokyo Attack, which I believe is a function of Momocon. It is. Uh, another, oh, which is another, uh, another local area con, which I believe is spring. May. Uh, yeah, it's May. in May. Yeah. yeah. It, is, uh, it, it started as a, um, an extension of Georgia Tech's Anime Club, uh, led by someone named Jess Merriman, who I've, I've worked with a good bit because I used to run Nerdicon in Columbus. Uh, but yeah, they've... They, they, she just does it better than me. She did it way better than me. That that woman work. <laughs> that woman does work. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah. They, I, they, those guys are crazy. They, I remember MomoCon when it was a free convention in the Georgia, the Georgia Tech. Tech Student Center, and it was just. And then one year it was way too crowded, and I'm and I think that was the year they were like, we got to move, got to move, and, and we got to charge. And now I believe they're in like the same space as DragonCon. No, no, they're not in the same space oh, as DragonCon. I thought they were going to do uh, the Marriott. No, they're, no, they're in the Georgia. The, I went two years ago uh, to support uh, after the end, um, uh, and they were in the Georgia Convention Center, which is close to the Dragon Con. Yeah, it's, in, it's in the downtown area. Uh, okay. The downtown area, and very close to the s- football stadium. Oh, the Civic Center. The Civic Center, yeah, that's right. Peach, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah, cool. Uh, but it is a great con. It is more of, uh, I don't know how to characterize it. It's definitely an anime convention. Um, it has a lot of heavy anime focus. It has a heavy gaming focus. Um, it, I mean, it was fun. I enjoyed my time there, and I, I will. I, I definitely think we're thinking about for Pedcanon and Polyhedron yep. and, and Subnet and all that good stuff. Having some presence there, that's certainly something on our minds because it seems to be a very good fit for for us. And uh, it is a different flavor, though. It is not a party con. Uh, nope. It is a. It is. There are, there are a younger young, crowd. There are it's, youngins about. Yeah, it's a younger crowd. Uh, Dragon Con is the party con, uh, mm-hmm. with the exception of any of the uh, specifically adult conventions that mm-hmm. take place in downtown oh, yeah. Atlanta. AWA very much tries to be a family con. Oh, yeah. Con tries to be family. Ooh. Dragon Con makes absolutely no bones about the fact that they don't care that your kids are there. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and... Although they have cut back on that sort of thing. Dragon After Dark, I don't think, happened this year. Uh, which, Whoa, dude. 
Yeah, I know. Sad. Well, Dragon Con's evolved because of the fan con for fans. I remember back in the day, Scott will remember this, and probably Ryan will remember this, is when there wasn't big parties because they didn't have the big sort of areas for dancing. What they did is you would go to room parties, you'd get invited, make friends. I miss room parties. Yeah, go to room. Yeah. You, would, you would go to like three or four in one night, and you'd meet like... 12 dozen other new people well, the, that you've never the, met before. The zeitgeist on that has shifted dramatically. Yes. Uh, the hotels don't put up with that shit anymore. Yeah. Um, um, also, they stamped down hard a couple years ago, and then DragonCon then started raves and actual performances. Also, everyone's uh, got more kids now. Yeah. Got more kids. <laughs> more kids that, now. Is, that is the one thing that I was very sad about DragonCon. It's actually the sad thing I was sad about, about last year. The rave was goddamn impossible to get into. Yep, but uh, usually... like both like both nights that I tried, um, there there I there there's going to have to be some serious planning going on next year as far as getting in the bay. Well, they need to make more than they've got so much space. They're not using the Hyatt Grand Ballroom for a damn thing. Uh, not at, at that the, hour. At that hour, just make two. Yeah. Just make two. Yeah, just get another DJ. All you need is to get a half How decent DJ. To get a half-decent well, guy here, with dubstep in Atlanta. <laughs> um, here's a little observation. Last year, the the raves started at 1 p.m. after oh, the main act. That's true. They started at 3 a.m. this year. At, you had a you had a act in between, but it wasn't like just a DJ spinning, spinning electronica. It was like an actual rock and roll band or something. What I did was on Saturday when we missed out on the rave, Sunday, I went in and saw the act beforehand about 30 minutes before they were done out. and just hung out. They didn't kick anyone out. That uh, and that, that may, may may need to be the strategy last year. That's yeah. how we got that's how I ended up seeing Freeze Pop the year they were oh, playing. Yeah. Oh, I missed them. That, that was so good. And how I saw MSI the year like yeah. the, my first con eight years were ago. They at, were they a Dragon Con? Eight years ago. Yes. Oh my god. That is the reason oh. I went to my first Dragon Con because nice. Mindless Self Indulgence was playing. I remember uh, back in the day when Guar used to play. Oh Dragon my god, con. I remember that. Guar was a big thing at Dragon Con because they, they were got, nasty and they they dirty. Fucking banned. They got banned because their giant blood jizz cannons caused some serious damage to a ballroom in one hotel and that was that for guar yeah but for a very long time for a long stretch of years the guar concert was it it's like it was also also crook shadows is a, yeah. it's a draw every year they're voltaire. Playing, yeah voltaire uh it's dragon con's great and because it's i wouldn't say cleaned up but it's reorganized itself over the years it is still a great convention to go to during the day. There are some great panels. I went to a whole bunch of podcasting ones this year, and it was, I had myself a ball. There's it was just, just great. It was super informative. all sorts of shit to do at Dragon Con. I am so bad at Dragon Con. <laughs> I, I just, I don't have tolerance for waiting in line for panels, and panels yeah. bore the shit out of me. But that's the thing, is there's so much to do at Dragon Con, and so much, uh, there's so much different types of things to do at Dragon The art show is actually one of my favorite things. I missed that this year. It's in, the, hot, it's in the second, uh, l- the third l- floor of the Ameris Mart. No, actually no. the lower level. Two of the Hyatt. Yes, is, really? is where the, the art is. where gaming used to be. I heard oh, that's, that's the Hilton. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I had I heard. Got... I had heard that it was on the third floor of Building Two of the America's Mart, which was all the dealers' rooms. That, nope. that is all the what you're thinking about is the comic book artists, the people who oh, there you I'm can buy about... and get sketches and autographs. I'm talking from about the... sculpting. Oh yeah, handcrafting, leatherworking, painting, painting. Yeah, I missed that this year. It that is, is a wonderful. I went over there for a little while just to just to see because I had some time to. Come. That is the only place where I can find some stuff that I I only ever buy from vendors in there. Actually, mm-hmm. 
because most things in there are handmade by people. Oh, yeah. They're interesting, and, I mean, there's a lot of bones. The prints are relatively inexpensive. There's a lot of bones, dirt, and clockwork in there. And, oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I have a friend who, who, who really likes that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> you may but, have heard her uh, on it, this podcast. She may have been on this podcast. <laughs> she might be a bit of a goth girl. Yeah, Just and it, it, the art show is very nice. It's very lovely. It's very peaceful. There, There's a little bit of something. There's even, like... I know that there are tracks. If you dig in these tracks, you'll find panels for things that you wouldn't expect. Uh, the that... armory tract is actually there's a lot more going on there than just like weapons. Her, her. Yeah. Like there's there's weird. Uh, there's self defense classes. There's just talking about like military stuff. I, I remember reading a few tr- like panels in like even tracks that I'm not like super duper into, but I'm like. I guess that is tangentially related, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's things in yeah. there, and it's also great for discussion. You meet a lot of like-minded people. Because the one, podca- uh, the one podcast panel I went to was for Justin Robert Young, and it was politics, politics, politics. And guess what? I got to see about 70, 80 people talking about the, the election this year and the craziness involved and all that. And it was fantastic. It was a great time because we got to talk about we're all nerds, and that's what binds us together, but we also got to talk about politics, which was a super amount of fun. My, my beloved listeners, I promise you, we will never discuss politics on this podcast. Oh, I mean, just you wait, Bubbles. We kind of already have a little... But anyway. Uh, <laughs> gaming, a, though. Ga- gaming. Gaming, gaming. Um, one of, the, one of my, my happiest things that happened is that um, I got one of my Kickstarters, one of the things that I've, I have Kickstartered, recently was a game called Secret Hitler. It's so good. It's, it's so good. so fun. Secret Hitler is a game along the lines of Are You a Werewolf, The Resistance, um, you know, sort of hidden information secret role games. You have to read people to get to what's people. going on. It, it, is, it is the most role-playing-like board game experience that you can basically have. It's also better than Are You a Werewolf at Dragon is. Con in every respect, and those of you who sit uh, in a circle of 34 people and try to play it in the gaming room, I find you all very disturbing. <laughs> uh, and none of you are as good at reading people as you think you uh, are. It's uh, basically uh, rolling uh, dice. Uh, the, <laughs> are You a Werewolf is really funny because it kind of it replaced the old drum circle. Like a uh, dragon con? Was there, uh, yes, there, there was. Circle? There was, but it's but it's off where it belongs. Well, back in the day, back in the day, drum circles just would appear, like yeah. in the middle of the hallway. I'm I'm not anti drum circle. I just never participate in it, them. It's not something that I want in the mm. middle of a hotel. Like, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Is there should be a place for it? You know Absolutely. I, I appreciate I appreciate drum circles on an, on an aesthetic level. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I I get that. Like that's cool. But no. But speaking of, of are you a werewolf? I walked into the gaming uh, room Thursday, uh, or was it Friday? Eh, whatever. Time is weird at Dragon Con. Yes, it is. Um, sir. But I walked into the for, for the first time, uh, and I saw this little alcove where they had a sign. You know, werewolf players welcome. I'm like, oh. Good. They're segregating them. <laughs> <laughs> well, they still branched out. They went they beyond were the those signs. Gathering and wargaming section. Yeah, they were freaking they're everywhere. everywhere. I mean, it. I I get it because it, I love that style of game. But werewolf itself is not that. Are you a werewolf itself? Is not. I. It, it doesn't have what I want. It's just. Just come LARP, you you stupid idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Secret. But you can't do it. Here's the thing. You can't do it at any time. Anytime you want. That's the thing. Yeah, there's no there's no real setup. Secret Hitler, though, um, while they do have a print-and-play version, um, it is a beautiful game. Like, the actual box that you buy 
uh, is beautiful. It has very well done pieces and boards and placards. Hitler's and, a lizard. Person. Hitler's a lizard person. Yeah, exactly. The all, whole it's, all the, it's it's fascist versus liberals in you know pre World War Two Germany, and you're you are attempt, attempting to either preserve you know liberal democratic government or attempting to further the rise of fascism. Um, and it is a very, very well-designed game that leads to a lot of really cool personal interaction deduction scenarios. And the, and the funny thing is, and the secret of it is, the fascists know who Hitler is, but Hitler does not know who the fascists are. So it's really hard for Hitler to coordinate with the fascists. Also, the f- unlike lesser games, uh, you don't have to close your eyes too terribly often yeah. and, and pat on your... And pat on your legs to pretend yeah, you don't no, hear and see it's, things. It's, it's all kind of handled. The executions are quite public yeah. Uh, yeah. when they happen. <laughs> and, and you don't get to know when you kill someone if if you got the right one or not. Yeah. Unless, you unless they're Hitler. Um, unless they're Hitler. Yeah. Unless they're Hitler or you use some other game mechanic yeah. to, fig- to peek their yeah. card. No, you, have, you have to, um, yeah, not knowing who who's who when they die uh, means you have to really read the table balance and see where things shift. In the in the upcoming round, it's a very it's a very quick to play game. It's maybe about a thirty minute game if you yeah. have like a huge amount of players, um, which it, it goes from five to ten players. And I'm hoping that there will be expansion slots, um, expansion sets. Uh, I'm sure there will be. I'm sure there will be because it uh, is a lovely game. If you like that style of game at all, you owe yourself to at the very least do the print and play version. Uh, I believe they're going to be selling. Um, uh, copies of of the game normally soon um and uh speaking of the close your eyes and and figure out how who's who i believe they have an app they do have an app that's currently going through the review process on the google play store and the iphone and the iStore where all of that uh stuff is narrated by none other than mr will wheaton oh neat Uh, that's really cool you get to hear his dulcet geeky tones tell you to close your eyes and raise your thumb and, <laughs> and all that all that hubble blue thanks will thanks will I-, I want just the version that instead of being like hitler being a lizard man i want him to be a tiny kettler oh secret kettler secret kettler and actually uh, that's another thing they have in the in the box they have uh, a set of stickers uh where if if you are a person uh who uh, has trouble uh, hearing the word Hitler or or Nazi or anything like that, they have stickers that allow you to change the game to Secret Dictator, um, and like stickers to put on your Hitler card to change the identity of it. Which I I personally I understand why people have that kind of reaction because it was among the worst thing that's ever happened in our society ever. Period. Modern society. And yes. That 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 lays down some very deep scars. And I understand that impulse. If that's just something that you can't confront, I appreciate their um, their sensitivity to that. Oh, you can also turn Hitler into Trump. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you just, nope, nope, it's secret Trump. Yeah, but also um, just be just be care. The card of Hitler, it looks nothing like Adolf Hitler. Yeah, yeah, it's a lizard man. Yeah, all the, all the an SS are, uniform. All the fascists are li- lizard people. Um, <laughs> you can also turn Hitler into, into Secret Santa. Um <laughs> I was not expecting that. Okay, yeah, yeah. you can turn <laughs> yeah. him into Santa. Yeah, you um, got me there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess. But no, uh, all sorts of good stuff that can be done with the game. Yeah, uh, it's... so I fully recommend it. I believe it's secrethitler.com. 
just type secret Hitler. Just say, just, just, you'll yeah, find it. You'll find it. Well, yeah. that might take you somewhere you uh, don't want to go on Reddit. Let's just say you're looking for a board game. Let's just make sure. Not a subreddit. Not a subreddit. <laughs> not a, 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 any sort of other look for a board game. Or a YouTube conspiracy video. Just remember, uh, it has three sides like a triangle, the Trinity, <laughs> the Illuminati. That's just remember. If you can, Illuminati confirmed. If you, just remember, if you can get it back to the number three, you're in the clear. It's okay. the Illuminati. So uh, let's let's bring him back a little bit. So we talked about DragonCon. We talked about what we liked. Uh, and kind of like the things that we, we, we didn't like or the things that we saw were maybe an issue. What do we want to do for next year? What do we what do we would like to see for next year? Well, definitely I want to run more subnet. Uh, and it will be bigger, better, and better. Um, yes, it will be. Uh, LARPing is obviously a thing that's that's uh, hot on the on the tails, uh, and and a thing that's going to be forever essentially. Eh, um, I want I want to dance. I want to dance where I could not dance before. Yeah, would, that sucked. Like we really to go got to, would, to go to no raves. I would like to be able to go to a dance. Um, I would like them to. That's fine. That's the one thing. I would like them to spread out the nightlife a little better. I would like them to actually embrace the nightlife a little better of mm-hmm. the con and just let them like em- just be real about the fact that a lot of people are up till six in the damn morning half the time and they're and trying to shove them all into their little uh, wub wub hole is not the way to do that because it generates like a freaking humanitarian nightmare yeah like, it, it's it's, it's a, crazy it's, it's super a, crazy it's a crush it's hot it smells the bathrooms are like an atrocity and like half the people and you just stand in line in this in this hellscape of screaming people for an hour to go to go do this. It's like, you know, honestly, at this juncture, maybe I should just go find a club. Maybe yeah. I should just like get a lift and go to the club. Yeah, like, the funny thing is, uh, there's actually a lot of clubs on on the Knights of Dragon Con, like hand out flyers on the street, going, "Do you want to come to like a costume contest or a thing?" Yeah, come and they to do a whole nerd thing, nerd nerd veneer on their club for the night, so they can get people into the door. The Saturday after uh, Dragon Con last year or two years ago, a place called the Shelter, which is now gone, unfortunately, mm-hmm. had a uh, you know, get in free with your Dragon Con badge night costume contest. Hell yeah. Throwdown, throwdown. Oh yeah. We had a damn great time. Though I will say one thing. I will defend those, uh, the cleaning services of all the hotels. They were on point. No, they, they did. They did what they could. They do God's work. I promise you they do God's work. They do what they can. Yeah. And there's only so much you can do yeah. with like, 70 plus K yeah, well, What's that circle of hell that's just a bunch of pits with poo in them? Like, I, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't run into any gross bathrooms this year. Nope. Uh, I didn't... Uh... No, the, the Western and America's Mart actually are constantly cleaned. And America's Mart has a shit ton of bathrooms. Like, the gaming area had like 13 bathrooms within right. like easy walking distance, mm-hmm. which was very nice. Also, there Very little a... water fountains, though. Yes. Water was a problem in the marriage. Um, if, you, if you could get a hold of a bottle, you can just go into the that's, bathroom that's and fill your water bottle. Um, that's what I did. And, and uh, so for me, what I'd like to do next year is I think I'm going to set it aside one day besides going dancing. Uh, I want to do like one game where I'm just doing like, I want to learn three new board games I've never played before. Like one day, board game day, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> Not a bad idea. I mean, no, it's it's just the thing I, that should, I thought about. I should give it a shot too. I mean, I I had all I had. There's like a hundred board games sitting there. That's actually one of the coolest things they added to DragonCon a couple of years ago. Is somebody started organizing and basically loaning out all their board games for people to play while at con, and it has just exploded. You pay ten bucks for the entire weekend, and 
they you basically hand them your driver's license when you have a board game so that when you're done you come back you get your driver's license back and you can just have it on loan the video, and you can play as much as you want the video game Tokyo texting was a wonderful edition That's I it. actually oh, got yeah. I actually got my money's worth out of that more than anything else because Saturday night I believe me and a bunch of other folks just stayed up till eight in the morning yep. playing the shit out of that playing the shit out of rhythm games like uh, uh, like some Korean games and and a few games that are actually just phone games that have been put on like forty inch big screens. They had a full console of Taiko Drum Master, which is a really really cool drumming game. Uh, there's a there's some just just a bunch. Oh, and a fully unlocked pump it up machine and two DDR machines, which were amazing, which is awesome. And and also ta- super table flip, but they were weird. Yeah, like the the guys running the tables were a little bit weird about table flip, like. Apparently, apparently, don't flip the table too hard, or you get yelled at. Which Ooh. is like, yeah, that's what I want in this weird, stupid game: is to be yelled at by some by some kid who's not getting paid for for the veracity of his and machine. On, another thing along the video games that they did uh, the entire place I didn't get to see, I didn't have time. Is there's a retro gaming place where it's just old uh, 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 King Kong, uh, not King Kong, uh, Donkey Kong, and uh, four, Joust, and all these other games. Also the four-player Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games. Oh the my X-Men, god! The X-Men games, games I actually care about. Um, <laughs> I'm going there next year, that's I, what I'm doing. I when you, when hit people, that shit. I when, did not hit that shit at when all. When people say retro games, it's just like, I'm going to be honest with you, I, don't, I basically don't care about any game that was made before a certain date, I'm not going to tell you what that date is. But basically, Joust is a shitty game, and I don't like it. Mm. So <laughs> I would love just just for a little bit to play it once, and I just thought it would be, it's really cool because you can't. I remember I'm old enough to remember going to the arcade. I, I, after a certain games only were good after a certain point in, mm-hmm. in in my in my estimation. Most of the time, they're just frustrating coin eaters. Now this is free, so obviously less crappy. But I'm not. But when they told me it's like, oh yeah, the old beat 'em up action games from the '90s, I'm like, you have my attention. <laughs> yeah. Those games are also shitty, but I love them. Yeah. <laughs> now you understand my feeling. Because turtles. Turtles. Yeah, them, man. Them Mortal Kombat and X Men, which is not canonical at all. At no, no. Does no. it follow the comic book on any level? No, they just reskin. I, I don't know which of the games came out first, but one's just the reskin of the other for the for the uh, comic book superheroes like beat the shit out of multiple dudes <laughs> and use superpowers Ooh. here and there. Uh, games. Well, uh, with that, I think Scott needs to go Betty Bye. Yeah, I'm a um. Oh, I'm still tired, man. Oh man, oh. it was a con. Con is a big. We're not getting any younger. It's an endurance trial, but it is worth it because many glorious things ha- occur. So where, uh, because uh, Scott's gotta get tucked into bed, where Shut can your fucking mouth? <laughs> uh, where Scott? Where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, at Divis Malkav. Awesome, and Ryan, where can we find you? At Arduous. R-J-U-O-U-S. And you can find me at Bioimportance. And if you like this episode and you want to give us feedback, please send us emails, give us feedback, give us things to talk about, because we want to talk about them, is polyhedronpodcast at gmail.com. And if you super like the show and you want to show support like Kaylee Chambers did, and does, and continues to, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash polyhedron. You can give as much or as little as you want, and we will definitely shout out your name, and you will be our best buds forever. But for everyone here at Polyhedron, geek out. Go roll some dice.